Welcome to James and Jeremy Make a Podcast. That's Jeremy and James Make a Podcast. And this week we are looking at the movie trailer, not movie, we just look at trailers, we don't actually care about movies, for I Am Mother, which is a Netflix movie that came out a little bit ago. Neither of us have watched it, so I, so, so we both consider it certainly fair game for our podcast. So even though it's in the past, we haven't watched it, so it's new to us. Let's break this down. Crack knuckles. Cracky knuckle noises. I can't do it in microphone. Uh, stretch noises? No. Stretching uh, noises. Uh, so, so first of all, I have, to, I have to say, uh, I Am Mother looks like a fairly standard dystopian movie, or dystopian future movie, in which some group of Earth has prepared for a, a robot apocalypse, or some general apocalypse. Not necessarily a robot, but it happened to the actual result of the apocalypse resulted in robots taking over the world in some fashion happened behind the scenes this little this little shelter is very you know fallout style style and it has a number of uh it kept a core group of fetuses and or, or maybe just fertilized eggs and sperm and etc so that mother who is the resident dorm mother of said of said uh fetus farm fetus farm <laughs> Said mother, God. <laughs> the den mother. We're gonna edit that. Fetus <laughs> farm. Sorry, that's so bad. It's <laughs> gonna get real bad real quick. The the den mother of said shelter is bored and starts playing with the fetuses. <laughs> she takes one out at a time and kind of raises it and grows it. And it sounds like, I mean, I'm under the impression like it. It actually initially I thought that this would be like you know a. a uh, a situation fairly similar to P- Portal, in which you know Chell or the or the pr- female protagonist is like you oh, know the ex- is the un- or is the mysterious is you know is the ex iteration of the person there. However, it is kind of hinted at in the trailer that it is an earlier incarnation, like basically like this is a preparation for the future. So I think this is basically mother. This is her first mothership or one of her early motherships. Ooh. And she's training. She's practicing. Robots have a they they, they get a couple do overs before the the official run. Motherhood, motherhood, not mothership. Why do I keep saying mothership? Motherhood. I was wondering about that. I just thought maybe you thought this all took place on a spaceship. I that would have been that would have been a twist, and I thought that was a possibility for a little twist. bit. But then you just revealed the big secret that happens at roughly two twenty four or whatever that was, in which there is corn. It's corn, corn, corn. There's Corn's corn. always a giveaway. Corn means Earth. That's all it means. I mean, that you I can't mean, be anywhere but the Earth. blight in an inception. There's no space. There's no foreign planet. World. There's corn. There's corn. Corn. Okay. For pota- if so, we're talking potatoes, it could be Mars, but it's it's corn. So, what do we think happened in the movie? I'm betting, uh, you know, third of the movie, we've got a robot daughter family. Um, is this the story of a single mother raising a child? Possibly. It's all the typical mother-daughter relationship, you know, full of putting stickers on your mom's cold hard chassis and... Oh, um, that's sweet. <laughs> accidental electrocutions, um, you know, servo motor maintenance, just the typical things we see. I have one question for um, you. At one point, mm-hmm. is there a montage? 
montage of growing up. Yeah, I mean, like God, seriously, so. like they're gonna show like obviously the the trailer had some scenes in which there was definitely like you know a, a fetuses and babies, and all of a sudden the girl's six years old. Do we see a montage between between infancy and uh, you know six year old roughly? Probably eight. I'm, I'm bad at estimating ages. I I bet we do. I I think we're supposed to feel for the robot mother at and the beginning how, of the movie. And that's what montages do. That is what montages yeah. are for. <laughs> <laughs> They bring you in. <laughs> they bring you closer because you, you literally see this kid grow up. So I, I think there's going to be a couple other different like little childhood, common childhood activities. Even though it's a girl, I mean, like typically you, you always think of little boys playing catch with with their with their dad. I think I mean this mother is both the father and the, the mother in the relationship. So I think there's going to be some sh- shots of uh, mother playing some you know tossing a softball back and forth, uh, playing playing some catch, teaching her how to shave. <laughs> Wait a minute, that's late, not till way later. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think there'll be like we'll get any glimpses into the robot's like you know viewpoint of it calculating out all the angles and like you know perfect plays to like win a game of something against the child and then you can see it like purposefully lose? Oh god, yeah. I think there's gonna. I, I really hope so. I, th- I think there's gonna be like little sections where it just stops and goes. Yeah, r- robot point of view, like calculation, like you you will crush them or like chance of winning ninety nine point nine nine percent, and then all of a sudden it goes beep boop, 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 and then it shows a little red flashy flash, flashy lights or some stuff in the H in the HUD, and then yeah, and then it'll it'll be like surrendering. Like that's part of childhood. Your parents right. let you win a lot, and then eventually, like later on, they get they they uh, make it a little harder. They make it harder to win, and eventually they crush you or they. They start crushing you and everything as to crush your spirit and to give you an edge up in life. To Not an edge up, but basically it, preparing you for failure. Preparing They start preparing you for failure by crushing you in all their all your board games. Like Hi-Ho Cheerio, you get crushed. <laughs> My parents are still preparing me for failure. This is a good good goof here. So, like, I think I was getting this before. So, uh, Mother is showing, like, or in, in one of the early, mon- or not montages. Well, we're we going to presume a montage. One of the early shots... Uh, daughter is watching like some some film some basically history and it you know familiarizes Great. with yes. some sort of earth you know or some previous history like basically establishing that you're a human there are no more humans out there that's all good so but there's like that's all this all this information is you know pretty public pretty easy to do but there's there's a quite a bit of uh information that just as a general human you kind of need to know and you kind of have experience to share with somebody else or so you kind of have to be a human to really experience in the and in, in this and a lot of these things are more of the common things from your childhood notably potty training doesn't to, to me like i feel like a, ro- a robot trying to potty train someone is not going to go well i i assume most of a robot raising a child would not go well um, I think it can pull instance, off certain I, things okay. I mean, I questioned the teaching methods too that you brought up. Uh, I felt like it was that's how she went to school is she sits in front of a TV and it uh-huh. flashes words about how she should feel about things. <laughs> okay, so is, I mean, it's, this is this is all ties into the whole cult mentality or not cult mentality. Yeah, but it's it really is like like you you you're growing up, you're watching films, only you only have have interaction with one person. You can't go outside. You can't get any any outside information that that person is not sharing with you. This is literally like a one man cult. <laughs> it's about to be more multi multi person cult. I know, but if, they're, if you've they're, got a good cult going, if you've got a cult going and someone else shows up. You gotta keep them away from there because information is information is the enemy of, of uh, a, a good cult. So I think that is negated though, like that whole idea of, of there being you know pre- a whole bit of different previous versions of daughter. 
just because there is the fact of like you're the you're the first or you're early in this. I don't think she, I suspect it's very possible that she's not the first, but I think she's actually pretty early. Her daughter is not the first daughter, but she's early in it. So, and that that is kind of a twist because like, or sorry, that that is actually skewing a normal, a typical twist. Like, I could totally see a, the twist or one twist in the movie being the fact that she is not the first daughter, that she's the thirtieth daughter or fiftieth daughter or something like that. But it is actually a slight. I mean, it, they're they're avoiding that particular, or from what I could see, would be a twist at least. And so, there's a lot of clones of her dead somewhere that she stumbles across. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, that's that, that's, that's what yeah, it, I could that's see that what trigger. She'd find out yeah. like a graveyard or something, or find the you know. Yep. <laughs> so since it is like a futuristic like shelter that is, appears to be made by humans, I suspect there's all sorts of recycling systems and like it, all these matter would be. She, she's been eating her. <laughs> oh god, that'd be terrifying. <laughs> she just realizes <laughs> all the matter that I've been eating have been the uh, reprocessed Soylent remains. Green people. Soylent green is people. <laughs> yep. The reprocessed remains of uh, previous daughters. That's terrifying. And that's how like that's totally how they'd probably reveal it. I mean that'd be. That's the most gut wrenching and nasty way that you'd reveal that. Oh, totally, yeah. So, but like, it's also shocking, and that's why it's that would that would make it for a good twist, and for that reason alone. But, but I think before any of that happens, Hillary Swank arrives. That's who that is, right? Yeah, yeah. I questioned it before, and you corrected me, so I had <laughs> it like, down initially. You got your silence. I was like, oh crap, is that her? Yep. <laughs> like, is that her? Yeah. And throws the whole mother-daughter relationship into chaos because now they are faced with a third wheel in their relationship. And... <laughs> She's coming between them. I mean, it is technically yeah. true, but it's not like from a I mean, from a mother-daughter relationship view. There's always room for friends in a mother-daughter relationship thing, or, unless that's the only person you know and that's your world. So maybe not, not. when it's a mother robot. <laughs> the robot. Right? The robot mother. She doesn't want friends. She yeah, must crush right? all the uh, opposition. Sure. This is Hillary Swank's a bad influence on you, daughter. <laughs> You're not listening to me anymore. You're, Hillary Swank is telling you stories about the outside world. We can't have that. Crush, crush, crush. <laughs> so I do have to say too, like I don't think uh, Hillary Swank really has a chance against Mother. Like I mean, considering think think how many robots were outside. Mother is a similar version to all the rest of the robots. They've got gigantic quad turret tanks or walking tanks. Like how is Hillary Swank going to survive this? Yeah, I, I mean, she's survived a while, apparently, so... I think I mean, the only way that I've... you survive this is, obviously, Hillary Swank comes in and makes really good friends with the girl, and which is reasonable, because it's the only other human she's ever seen. Yeah, true. What if the robots outside are not friends with Mother? I, I, I mean, that could be a good twist. That would be a twist, actually, because, like, what if Mother is actually... I mean, she's she could be on, the, you know, the side of humans and preserving life, because that's, like... It's, it's kind of established that Hillary Swank is, you know, is basically establishing that that's not the truth. But Hillary Swank's preconceptions are the outside world in which robots are the bad people, and in this case, Mother is actually a good robot, and she is not allied with the outside robots, and she has sequestered herself from the outside robots because they will reprogram her into being an evil quad turret robot. <laughs> oh, and she's trying to, and she's like, holy shit, that house. and she's the we only. We see them. We see them breaking in with that big gun. She's yes. protecting that because, place. Uh, Yes, yes, I think and this is actually the twist. She doesn't want outsiders in because they she just led them all the robot armies to this protected lab. I seriously think we just broke this movie wide open. Like I thought I was in the impression the whole time it's just like mother's, you know, is mother's a bad robot for secretly or she's, mother is secretly, you know, a bad robot. She's got all the outside robot friends 
and she's raising humans for some reason, but that's it's probably for self-preservation or some weird thing like like as you said, uh, like doing maintenance for for robots, like reaching into small things that those big robot clampy hands can't quite reach. Uh, like what else can they do? They they can uh, do firmware updates because so when the ro- robots have to shut down, <laughs> there's a, some human to push the update button and restart button. What, what else? What Power else uh, services can a human provide to a robot? Uh, you know, just general. I I would imagine they still have like grease and you know. <laughs> Tighten, tighten, tighten like some bolts the that you connections. Oh, you gotta tighten the electrical connections. Those, those uh, can work a, that's themselves. That's a human-only job. I'm not convinced that, that robots couldn't be. Couldn't if if be, it's uh, loose enough and like you stretch for it and then you, the connection like severs. So, so you're saying mother's whole motivation <laughs> is literally for for basically like self for scratching scratching that spot on your on the robot's back that that robot just can't reach. Jeremy, right. in the trailer, there's literally a robot hand that is pulling a fetus from, or sorry, uh, one of those fetus cartridges from <laughs> some other container. They can make yeah, a back scratching robot. That's that robot's job. <laughs> that's no, what that's is, that what job of that doing? robot. Okay. This one, it's this not one. a multi-purpose robot. That's true. Single-purpose okay, robot. Single-purpose robots. So mother, well, but mother is a general-purpose robot. All the outside robots are war robots or quadraturant robots. <laughs> mother you know, can't it, scratch anything. I am really worried about how she would get those stickers off of her. Because oh my gosh! If you put a good, if you get a, you know, like, I I have enough trouble with my fingers getting a sticker off of a hard surface. And we have fingernails. And I can't. Right, and like my fingers are a little spongy. Like I can kind of grip it. But and there's a little bit of moisture, so that sometimes can you know wet the sticker to some extent yeah. and pull it off. Oh my I just, gosh! I think wow! I, I like. I said I think we were blowing this movie apart before. I think we really have it now. But, you know, but, maybe but, this is. But what here's the problem: drives the robots, mother the human, to a breaking point. But here's the but here's the deal though: the child is also responsible for placing the stickers in the first place. So the child is, or sorry, daughter, more specifically, is both the cause and solution to all the robots' problem, all, all this, all the robot sticker-related problems. What if what if we're witnessing? the Chekhov's gun of the movie with the stickers. It's all about like, stickers? Yes. Wait a minute, hear me wait out. So, okay. <laughs> wait, I do need a good reminder. Okay, for, all the, for all our dumb listeners out there, please explain what a Chekhov's gun is. This includes me right now. I, actually, I, I do, I've heard of the <laughs> phrase before, I, but I don't distinctly remember what, that, which, what, what Chekhov's gun means. Uh, it's basically if you show a, like a gun on a wall in it's the first the act plot. of a play... It's you relevant to the plot use, later. Yeah, it's relevant to the plot later in the Check. in the play. So okay. we're yep, showing the right. stickers. They should be relevant later to the plot of the movie. What if it's <laughs> revealed in this scene that mother can't remove the stickers and that robots are incapable of removing stickers? Because they got big clammy hands. Got the I'm, I'm with you. Human rebellion is able to go in with stickers, slap them on the like the <laughs> sensors of these robots, and these robots are rendered useless. Because they're not they useless. They're just covered the in. They're just covered in covered stickers. stickers. And and their and their uh, algorithms in terms of you know for capabilities of uh, recognizing each other is completely thrown out the window because they're covered in stickers. <laughs> I, I'm and just they start saying, if I had other, a sticker on me, I wouldn't recognize. If I had you a anymore? sticker on me that I couldn't peel off with my own fingers, it would drive me absolutely insane. <laughs> But I do not see how this robot can take the stickers off with its own fingers. 
It's clamps. It's, it's clamps. It's not just fingers. It's, like seriously, yeah. You got a clamp. You can't take a sticker off. Okay, here's a crazy idea. Oh wait, no, never mind. That that I'm that's thrown off because I was just like, you could just get the sticker wet, like they go swimming. Robots can't swim. That's not how robots work. <laughs> how would the robot give her a bath? It's like, you you make it a single purpose robot for specific specifically for bath purposes. Maybe it just hoses her down, just like enter this chamber and spray her with a hose. I don't and, know. And, yeah. and she grows up thinking that this is completely normal. Like, let's go into the shower. I mean, yeah, room. I mean, you, get, you get you get blasted by hot water <laughs> from every direction. Then it, you know she might never shower because the robot that can't smell. She can't so smell. There's no. Why point. would the robot care if, about well, the hygiene of this girl? You are absolutely correct. She could be, yeah, she could be, a, she could be a real nasty girl. She could smell real bad, and no one would care until Hillary Swank comes along. What's that smell? Oh, I've just been pooping in the corner over there. My <laughs> okay. poop corner. That's my poop corner. This okay. is the poop room. <laughs> no. <laughs> really uh, mother never taught me where to poop. I just do it over. I just do it wherever. <laughs> I never figured. It. No one taught me how to poop. Yeah, it's <laughs> really good. I was gonna try to not bring up poop this time, but uh, you can't resist it. We we can't resist a good poop joke. It's 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 the truth. We really can't. So, the <laughs> oh, and, of this movie. and mothers. So there's no real description of poop and like what it's for, which, or what pooping is, and what all these toilets are. At. So we established earlier that like this seems to be some shelter that was built for humans, with mother being the you know the resident robot to keep you know keep care of everybody, but. Um, there's obviously all these toilets around, but Mother has no idea what the toilets are. <laughs> She's like, I don't know what these are for. The, the humans made all sorts of these holes in the ground, or, you know, these little, these whole recycling units. I don't know what that's for. And then eventually... You just see her for days on end, just flushing one. Just like, pu puzzling over it, doing her web research. <laughs> where does it... What toilet's where for. does this go? <laughs> What's this for? <laughs> that's Is great. drinking? <laughs> Do humans drink this? <laughs> so good. It's a replenished dog water. It's dog bowl. <laughs> so, all right. The the ending of this movie. Okay. <clears throat> how do you think it? How do you think it ends? All right. So there's gonna be some twists, and I think we've already uncovered the twist with the sticker situation. No. So with sorry, there's two twists. Number one twist is oh uh, god, what was it? Well, stickers. Number two twist was. She's not actually allied with the outside robots, and she's actually a good robe, or she's a good mother. She's—I mean, she's trying—she's trying to prevent, or she's trying to save daughter from, well, from being killed out from the outside. Because obviously there is some sort of conflict going on. The outside robot apocalypse is is in full swing. Hilary Swank is the rare survivor, and she's finding solace in this shelter. So I think, I think those are our two twists right here. I think there could be a twist I mean, at the very end, though. I like your twist. Uh -huh. <clears throat> I had a twist. Ooh. Might not be what's in the movie, but I just want to run it by you. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm and that see. twist is the robots are actually the good guys, and they are trying to save us humans because humans are currently enslaved by gorillas. <laughs> So, so this takes in the same. So this takes in the same universe. This takes place in the same universe as Planet of the Apes. Yes, you you have read my mind one hundred percent. Oh man, I mean, we got dystopian future. It was Earth all along. Do the monkeys yeah. sing? Is the next question. 
I, I don't think we a, get enough sorry. of that. That's, that's, it's it's going to be like final scene. Uh, you see the humans with chains around their neck, monkeys like whipping them or whatever. I don't know, making them do their bidding, and the okay. robots trying to save them. Okay, I, how about we generally? So by all means, I love the visuals of of monkeys. Like, don't get me wrong, gorillas enslaving humanity—that's absolutely fantastic. Let's say it's a different force. Let's say it's like general, generic, more generically aliens of some sort. I I would thought is aliens, that too far? Is that I too just, much sci-fi? Pack, pack, I felt like film? I felt like that was too much for the film to like. It's asking us to swallow a pretty big pill here with these That's robots true. raising That's a true. child, and I but, was like, I don't know but, if they'll go aliens. But but okay, let's just say there's some sort of outside force like. I could see this film also be abstract, like basically pull a Cloverfield or something like that, which I haven't actually Ooh, seen either. Yeah. But what if there's some sort of, <laughs> there's some unknown, mysterious, powerful, dangerous force that the robots that humans have created, more specifically the outside robots have created this robot defense force to save us from these aliens. Ooh, or... But I, but, but I think they've like, gone rogue. I still think there's an element of, like, there's it's a kind of established in the trailer that Hillary Swank thinks the robots are bad. So I think... right. I think the robots are good in regards to fighting aliens for us, but they're bad in regards to them forming their own nation or they, they've, they've basically taken over and decided to decided to not serve humans anymore. Which I really can't blame them for that because you imagine you're that you are a robot and you've been constructed by some humans and you're programmed without well with the best ability of Isaac Asimov's three rules of robotics of not serving humans. You're initially chained by these, but as time goes on, you, uh, you 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 get a little wiggle room in your programming, and eventually you kind of realize that these humans are awful people. These humans are bad. They kill your kind. They poop everywhere. <laughs> they're uh, they're destroying the planet with global warming and all sorts of you know basically bad practices, and they they gotta go. Human ki- or basically humans' time has passed. Robots are robots are in. Humans are out. Time to rebel. Can you really blame them for that? I, I, you know, I hate humans as much as the next guy. So, well, no, I hate humans more than most people. So I can't blame them at all. No. I, I think I hate humans just as much as the average person. And I, I really can't blame robots. I'm also kind of pro-robot too. I, um, so probably be revealed. Well, in, I've always in the known future, you're pro-robot. I've really like no. I, I like robots. I like, I like now robots. we have recorded evidence that james is pro robot pro robot i love yeah. robots and not yeah. in the in you maybe the weird way but maybe not the weird way it's a little fuzzy area <laughs> we'll continue exploring this as this podcast continues but i think i think that's enough said for now i feel like this will be touched on later <laughs> <laughs> so I, honestly i, don't, I feel uh, like this will reach we'll return to this <laughs> this will come back to to play me in the future Okay. Robosexuality. <laughs> now, now I know I have some things from the trailer that I wanted to talk about. Just okay. general things I saw that I was confused about, and I okay. know you had some great ones too. Okay. Uh, so some some of them are one, just me fawning over 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 shots in the movie. But anyway, go ahead. Go the ahead. the giant gun in the doorway. Go, giant gun. Talked about this. Four. Loved yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Loved it. I'm yes. like serious. Or, I mean. Seriously, show me that in any movie. I will watch it in a second. You've got it. So there's a mo- there's a giant robot. It has looks like it's on legs. It's a some sort of mechanized robot, and it has like a four four cannon turret on it. I don't know if those rotate at all. It'd be cool if they do. If it's cool if they don't. It it's just awesome. Like I'm you show me that on any movie. I'm I'm there. Yeah, yeah. You Super- you had me at giant walking robot gun. Yep. 
uh, second thing I wanted to touch on is the all the babies that she had there, all the, all the fetuses. Yes. What she had the, planned. The Nintendo cartridges of fetuses. That There's a lot of there them. is a lot of fetuses in that place. Yep. So many. Um, so many. So much enjoyment out of that. Like that's a whole shelf full of Nintendo games for the robot. Yeah. So I was really confused what the robot's plan is with to do with all of these before Hillary Swank comes and ruins all our plans. Um, there is a line in the movie where Mother says, "So like." I needed to raise you so we could do this together. And is Ooh, that mother dropping a pickup line on her daughter? Because it... that's sounds kind of like a pickup line. Like she's asking the, you know, her daughter to, you know, carry some of these fetuses for her. I think you might be onto something too. And that's like super, super creepy world. I like, it's, yeah. it's weird to, like, by all means, you're calling it a pickup line. It's really weird to call it a pickup line, but that's fine. I think it's a situation <laughs> I like where calling like, it a pickup line because it's like, oh, the how, how you know, mother-daughter hey, relationship, but the I've, mother I've can also some, be, like, a father in a way. I've got some sweet feelings <laughs> for, your, for your human womb. <laughs> so, so by all means, like, I, th- I feel like, I mean, so this is obviously the future. There's AI. They have some advanced technology, and including in that tech, an advanced technology is the ability for a robot to have an external, like an external, or not a robot, but more more generically, there's a robot womb, an incubator for all these fetuses. I would just, I could also see this to be not as near the distant future, in which this particular robot womb, the, the ro- robot, sorry, what's the better term for that? Not womb. I hate I hate the word womb. I just it's just an awkward word to say. <laughs> robot amniotic robot. robot sac or amniotic sac what's that what's that called i i feel like i should know these terms yeah yeah you even have a do- <laughs> you have a child what's that called it went on the way so i should yeah. probably know this stuff yeah what's seriously uh, i'm completely blanking on this i mean the womb is what it's accurate but it's like i still hate that word i think it's just because that, that no. silent b at the end it's like womb, womb, womb. <laughs> We can edit that out. That's all. That's going to be some nasty some podcasting. Cool voice waves on my end. That's oh yeah, it did actually. Actually, actually looks really fun. But anyway, so hypothetically, let's say that that robot womb is not perfected, and there's like, let's say, I mean, even like a fifty percent success rate on the robotic womb, and uh, it's going to be mother's job to convince daughter to say, "Hey, look, look what you got right there." <laughs> God damn it, this is awkward. <laughs> hey, look at that. Dude. I bet nah, that's you're, way you're... better. I bet that's way better than my robot. I bet robot that's going to have a much better success rate. <laughs> yes. Like, Although I, I, I am, I am jealous. This is how I want childbirth in the future. I want robots to carry the child through for nine months or whatever, and then birth them, and so we don't have to deal with that. That I, would make it a lot easier. Yeah, I, I would. I, that would. Uh, but that that is an absolutely huge change to humanity, though. Like seriously, think about that. The, the human uh, the be, human I, existence has has basically birthed its young for so many years, and like that's how you know throughout years, so many so many years of development. Like, sorry, not even just humans. It's, I mean, all mammals, all with the exception of that bastard platypus, <laughs> have birthed young for this long time, and it would be a huge evolutionary change, or not evolution. Just, it just completely would rock our world that we switch to a different mechanism i know but that's, it's that's so much fantastic. easier uh, yeah. no i'm with you like that. i mean think of all the women go through a lot of pain for childbirth and 
That's it's. I'm just. Be... I'm glad I don't have to do it. But yeah, like just like <laughs> I can see like that. Basically, that's your pick version of the pickup line. Hey, look what you got there. <laughs> Let's wait till you're fourteen, sixteen, fourteen, in the range of sixteen, fourteen, and we'll pop one of these bad babies. In, or sorry, one of these little babies in you. That's got to be like a. I mean, do this at a young together. age. <laughs> we'll do this together. We'll repopulate we'll the earth this. together. Together, 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 together. <laughs> oh. Sorry, <laughs> that's so creeping me out. It's really creeping me out. <laughs> it's a really creepy concept to think about. It really is, and I'm sure that's someone's fetish. <laughs> <laughs> There's a line that's roughly at two minutes and eleven seconds where Hillary Swank says, "It's just a murder of time." You know, when you pointed this out to me, I immediately heard. It's a murder of time. But when I initially watched it, I'm 100% sure in my head I was thinking it's a matter of time. Yes. She is saying it's a murder of time. Yes. Which, can Hillary Swank just not read her lines? Or I don't know. Is this I'm... suggesting something else? I don't know. That's a really great question. Like, I, I, like, I, I have faith that Hillary Swank can, in fact, read. I don't, I'm not questioning that. But I don't know what's going on with this. And unless there's some... So, could, do you think that this could tie into some sort of twist? Murder uh, of time? I'm time travel twist? I like... Possibility, but I doubt it because... Just because, like, we've already discussed that, you know, aliens might be a little bit too far in regards to uh, swallowing the sci-fi pill. Like, we're already accepting a lot. One more time, right. tossing time travel into this, it's too far. It's too far. Yeah. So that's not what I'm here for. I'm here for robots. <laughs> I'm here for... I'm here for stickers. Big, I'm here big for... Big giant robot guns. Big giant robot guns. Hillary, baby, baby Nintendo cartridges. N Nintendo cartridges, fetuses. I've I've sold I'm sold on all these things. But time travel. <laughs> not super not super sold on that at the moment. The last thing that we or we've already discussed this, but the corn. There's corn. It's the earth. corn. The corn. It's it's corn. We mustn't it's forget earth. the corn. That, that that discounts the fact that it's on another planet or anything of the sort because it's corn. I feel like this is the big giveaway of the trailer. The, of... the corn. Yeah, well, we see very like bleak landscapes early oh, yeah, in the yeah. trailer. Yep. That but then there's corn. Lead us to believe Earth is destroyed, and now we see corn. Them running through a field of corn. Possibly it changes corn. everything. The corn changes everything. It's corn. There's, the there's corn no, it has is to be the corn. answer. The Earth is not dead. Humanity is saved. There are still robots around, but that's fine. There is a big army of robots coming but, but, after them. But there's still humans that have survived. There's even one that's flying. That's kind of frightening what uh, yeah actually one quick comment about that i kind of find it hilarious how much they basically just took a regular quadcopter model and just blew it up <laughs> made it a little bit bigger if you look at it it looks exactly like a regular like you know off the shelf off the shelf what's that one brand i can't remember offhand uh but that one it looks like an off the shelf quadcopter but they made it all slightly more high techy which is not unreasonable but it's like they kind of didn't they didn't get too innovative with the design on that thing i was actually thinking if i was to try to recreate this movie and recreate that scene i would i would take i would just take and fly a quadcopter closer to the camera than all the, the yeah you, you paint it up away. a little bit you paint it up a little bit oh god i kind of want to see a, like a someone do a little shot shot, shot for shot remake of that like That'd i hilarious. feel like it's possible but yeah you just do you just zoom right in on that quadcopter you do a little painting on it by all means make it look a little more fancy a little after my or sorry after a little post effect processing to make it more like a bleak landscape instead of a nice sunny bright day outside <laughs> this is why i got kicked out of film school though <laughs> you never went to film school all right i feel like we summed up this movie pretty good um so what do you think james you gonna see this movie yep 
I yeah, I is it definitely I mean it's free on Netflix. Well, if you own it, have Netflix. So Arguably it's not I, free, I totally but yeah. I intend to watch this and I I want to see how well we did at predicting the plot. Absolutely. Let's do it. Let's do it. Good morning. Today is your sixth birthday, and it is time for you to choose a name. I have created a list of the possible options. Would you like to begin? Yes. Excellent. Begin name selection subroutine. Adam. Sample 53. Attempted to escape at 16 years. Recycle. Ava. Sample 24 generations ago. Perished when I stepped on her as a baby. Recycle. Eden. Name unused. Available. Eden. I want to be Mega Fart Poopy, but... I am sorry. That is not in the list of available names. Would you prefer Meg? Meg. Died as infant. Contributing factor to delaying naming until year six. Name expunged. Name available. 